Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Assbutts. I'm Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we are talking about season four, episode 19, called Jump the Shark. Which, I okay, I then, why? <laughs> I, an interesting fact, you, okay. will, you will learn why. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's a whole term. Okay. For, and it, yeah, and it very much explains what's going on in this episode. We'll get to that then. Yeah, we will. So, we start out in a house. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> There's a woman running away from something. She runs into a room and locks the door. Whatever's on the other side, on the other side. <laughs> sounded like I what? said a bad word. <laughs> on the what? <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Whatever is on the other side starts banging on the door. The noise stops and she moves a large wardrobe in front of the door. She sits down on the bed and starts saying, "Oh my god!" over and over again, which I probably would too. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'd just be leaving, like, a little, like, nervous poo trail. You know? <laughs> oh, I'd probably have a little tinkle trail behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then, so she sits down on the bed, and then hands grab her ankles from under the bed and pull her under. Oh, which is my worst nightmare. Yeah, okay, like, I was terrified of this as a kid, and I hadn't watched Supernatural. And also, let's see if I ever, like, sit on the bed with my feet on the floor ever again. You know? No, like, you don't do it. You jump. Here's confirmed. You jump on and off that shit. <laughs> you, you you step up onto the bed. You don't sit there with your feet dangling. If you sit on the bed, you sit on the bed with your feet on the bed. That's like, exactly right. That is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> or you sit on the floor. There is no in between. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. So as she gets pulled under, she grabs the nightstand and some of the stuff falls onto the floor. One of those items is a framed picture of John Winchester. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I've seen this episode. I've probably only seen this episode. This is like the second or third time. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, when I saw that. Hold on. Yeah. Just hold on. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? So, so we get our opening title sequence. We cut to Sam and Dean parked by some body of water. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was a lake or maybe... The ocean, or yeah, I just couldn't really tell. I immediately thought lake. I I thought lake immediately, too. Yeah. I would guess that's probably what they were going for. Okay. So Sam is outside the car brushing his teeth. Um, With a purple toothbrush. Oh, was it purple? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that. I enjoyed that fact. Yeah. (laughs) I like seeing them do normal daily stuff like uh-huh. like in that in the last episode you know doing their laundry at the laundromat mm-hmm. or just because you it's very rare that you get these glimpses into like their everyday on the road life yeah you know like you only see like the glory and the action and the adventure you know you yeah. don't really see like them doing laundry yeah. or brushing you know, their, brushing teeth. their yeah. teeth or you name it yeah <laughs> so dean wakes up inside the car and practically falls out of the car trying to get out mm-hmm. sam says hey how'd you sleep Dean says, how do you think? I'm starving. Let's get breakfast. Sam says, where? We're like two hours away from anything. Dean says, but I'm hungry now. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. I know. (laughs) Sam says, there's probably a sandwich in the back seat still. Dean pulls a brown bag out of the back seat and takes a whiff of whatever's inside. (laughs) He gags and says, it's tuna. (laughs) Even if, okay, if Dean won't eat it, you know it's bad. Like, (laughs) at that point, if it can't even pass the Dean test, it's done. That (laughs) reminds me, like, when I was giving birth, I was in labor. (laughs) I was in labor for 27, 28 hours. I can't remember for sure. Mm -hmm. But you go that whole time without eating food. Because they won't allow you to eat food, which I think is the stupidest thing. Yeah, so so that, dumb. So it's, I've been this long without food, 
at some point, they don't really let you drink water either. I would be so angry. Like, I would be ready to kill somebody just because of, like, hunger, you know? There's that. There's also the, like, hey, I haven't had my normal caffeine fix, so I've got a raging headache. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so, um, so then I give birth, and then as I'm birthing the placenta, <laughs> someone comes up to me and with this little, like, like piece of paper that's got you know selections on it and say what do you want to eat mm-hmm. you know so i'm like there's sandwiches mm-hmm. and one of the options was tuna and yeah. i was like you better fucking believe i want a tuna sandwich right now <laughs> so i check tuna and i check all the stuff i want on it and the person was like you want tuna it's like don't like, question me i was like yes that's what i want and they were like tuna you're sure and i was like fucking yes like i want a goddamn tuna sandwich <laughs> about it why is it an option you know like i know like and yeah. honestly like i would think that it would probably be one of the safer things maybe i don't know all i know I is know. that eric held it for me while i took bites and breastfed because <laughs> i was literally my hands were full of babies so i'm trying to figure out how to hold this thing and not break its neck <laughs> You know, and yeah. I'm so I'm breastfeeding and I was just like, give me the food now. So Eric was like holding it for me and I'd take bites. Oh, good Eric. Eric was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he still is amazing, but like that was a very sweet thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I want somebody to feed me just at any given point, like stick food in my face and I will be the happiest camper. For real. Know, like, yeah. I don't even care. And mm-hmm. if I start to get an attitude, it's probably because I haven't had food. So stick food in my face. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> Throw it at me from a distance. Whatever you feel like you need to do at the time. <laughs> exactly. Like, am I being weird? Just feed me. Yeah, that's I know. All, that's all it is. Yeah. That's like my kind of like disclaimer for everybody that I meet it's like okay if I'm going to spend any time with you like friends or otherwise whatever like if I start to have an attitude and you don't know why it's not because I'm angry at you like I'm probably hungry yeah and feed me and I'll be fine or tell me to go and eat like I have a locker full of snacks at work because I like have my my bag of pistachios I have my granola bars all these different things and so I'm like okay you know like if I'm getting just like irrationally irritable just tell me to go and eat and i'll probably be fine after that yeah (laughs) yeah it'll be okay totally but Uh, Mm -hmm. that's okay i think a lot of people are that way and and Mm -hmm. you know what good job being self-aware about it because (laughs) i don't think a lot of people are well here's the thing is that Mm -hmm. i'm not the only one in my family that's like that Mm -hmm. like my uncle's that way my mom is that way and my grandma was the same way too and it's all you know it's all trickled down from my grandma you know like if we're hungry like look out i think our blood sugar goes so low to the point where we just like shut down you yeah know? yeah like, that makes sense you know? so that makes total sense yeah <laughs> okay so dean gags and says it's tuna <laughs> a phone starts ringing and dean searches through all the phones in the glove box he pulls the ringing one out and sam says isn't that dad's phone dean nods and then answers the phone the person says is this john Dean says, he can't come to the phone. Can I help you? The guy says, no, no, I really need to talk to John. This is Adam Milligan. He knows me. Dean says, well, I'm sorry to be the one to break this to you, pal, but John died more than two years ago. Who is this? 
Adam says, I'm his son. (laughs) (laughs) We cut to Wyndham, Minnesota. Dean parks baby outside a diner. They get out of the car, and Sam has his laptop with him. Sam says, Dean, look, best I can tell, Adam Milligan is real. Born September 29th, 1990, to Kate Milligan. No father listed on the birth certificate. He's an Eagle Scout, graduated high school with honors, and currently goes to the University of Wisconsin. Biology major, pre-med. Dean, are you listening? Dean says, this is a trap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this whole scene we're about to get with Dean really irritated me at him. He's being, he's being so like closed minded about it. Yeah, I mean, I get it because that's a lot to take in, but also at the same time, it's not the kid's fault. You don't have to be a dick about it. Yeah, yeah, like it's not the kid's fault. I mean, if anything, be mad at your dad, you know? Right, (laughs) for not knowing, Yeah. yeah. So they go into the diner and pick a table. They sit down. T- um, what does that say? <laughs> they sit down at a table, maybe? At a booth? They sit down to wait. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I got there. <laughs> Sam says, Dean, I'm telling you, this kid checks out. Dean says, great. So he's an actual person on the planet Earth. <laughs> Sucks he's got a demon in him. <laughs> a, waitress, a waitress comes over and says, hi, welcome to Cousin Oliver's. Dean tells her they're waiting on someone. She gets pissed that Dean interrupts her and practically throws the menus at them. I mean, he's being rude. I don't think it'd be reason enough to throw something at somebody, but still. Yeah. Um, Dean grabs a water glass and empties the water into a potted plant. Then he fills the cup up with holy water from a flask. Sam asks, holy water? Mm-hmm. Dean says, yep, one sip of Jesus juice. This evil bitch is going to be in a world of hurt. <laughs> that is not what I consider Jesus juice, but that's fine. <laughs> What would you do? I need. Should I ask this question? I'm gonna ask this question. Why? What is Jesus juice? Why is Jesus okay. juice? Is that what you thought? I didn't know where you were gonna go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. because you drink the Jesus blood wine. Okay, if you're Catholic, yes. Right. That's not. I'm not Catholic, so that's not. That's not a thing. That's. Not I didn't a realize thing. that was only a Catholic thing. It's only I, a Catholic I've done thing. that at a church before. So, huh. Well, so here's the thing: when you take communion, it's like representative of this is you know the body and the blood of christ blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. but the catholics are the only ones that believe that it actually turns into his body and his blood once it's in you right so like everybody else is just like a symbolic thing like this is you know representative of like what like he died blah 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 here's you know his sacrifice like remember it sort of thing we're Mm -hmm. like the Catholics actually think that it's like a because it's it's like a sacrament and it like turns into like the actual body and blood of Jesus as it's going down, you know. That's weird. Yeah, it's a little okay. strange. Okay, it's and I I think they're the only ones that think that. Okay, I'm we not are not positive. knocking you if you're no, Catholic. No, 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 no. I, I'm just trying to like explain the difference because yeah. it's not not everybody is the same. Yeah, that. like a lot of people know. do communion. Yeah, but it's not the same thing for everybody. It doesn't okay. mean the same thing necessarily. I mean, it means the same thing, but it's like. The actual food pieces don't mean the same thing. I get it. Okay. That's so interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, where did I first hear Jesus juice? (laughs) I feel like, I feel like I read an article or probably heard it because this is so long ago that, Mm -hmm. and this is, I'm about to talk about Michael Jackson. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) That this is what he called the wine he was giving the young boys that, that were visiting his whatever his home neverland or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. that he would give them jesus juice so that's what his term was for it that's the first i heard of I'd it i've never i had never heard that before 
Like, like a not long that time even ago. like he called it that, but that like that had even happened. I never heard that. Before. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Anyway, so <laughs> Sam says, and what if he's not possessed? Dean says, then he's a shapeshifter. And okay. Why does he, why would he think he's a shapeshifter? Also, how would he know? He doesn't know what the kid looks like. <laughs> exactly. Why why would it matter what he could shapeshift into? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me why he was like, or he's a shapeshifter. But here's the thing, is that if he's a shapeshifter, he still took on the shape of somebody who actually existed, which then proves exactly. that he's a real thing. Yeah. I just need to hold on for a second. I have something in my eyeball. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, like, to me, it... Yeah, that know. didn't make sense to me at all. If I'm he like, was a shapeshifter, then it would just be proof that he's, like, it may not mean that he's the actual person, but that means that that person, there person is an actual did person. exist yeah. or does exist. You right. Know? So Dean pulls out some silverware and replaces the diners. Um, Sam says, hence the silver. Dean says, look, either way, this thing is going to bleed. <laughs> I mean, using data's bait... That's the last mistake it's sh- of it. <laughs> That's the last mistake of its short, pitiful life. I just want to shake Dean right here, just be like, "You're it's being like, a douche." Calm down. Yeah. Like, wait until you like know what's going on before you start firing away. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sam gives Dean a look, and Dean says, "What? What?" <laughs> Sam says, "Listen, there's an entry in Dad's journal from January of 1990, saying he's headed to Minnesota to check out a case." That's roughly about nine months before the kid was born. Dean says, coincidence. (laughs) Sam says, coincidence. Next two pages in the journal are torn out. Dean says, you're not actually buying this, are you? Sam says, look, man, I don't want to believe it either. I'm just saying it's possible. I mean, dad would be gone for weeks at a time, and he wasn't exactly a monk. I mean, (laughs) a hunter rolls into town, kills a monster, saves a girl. Sometimes the girl's grateful. (laughs) Dean's been in that situation plenty of times. I know, come on. Dean says, well, now I'm thinking about dad sex. Stop talking. (laughs) Sam says, maybe he slipped one past the goalie. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so funny having it come out of Sam's mouth, you know? Like, out of the both of them, you would think that Dean would be talking about stuff like that, not Sam. I know. Oh, my head is starting to pound with laughing like that. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to drink some water. Having a rough day here. (laughs) It's okay, we all have those. I know. I woke up and I had this migraine. So I like got up, I took some Tylenol, I took some of my migraine medicine. And then um, I was trying to hang out with Killian, but he was just being too shrill. He is so loud sometimes. I know. So I got, so I woke up Eric and I was like, look, I just need to lay down for this medicine to kick in. Mm-hmm. That was probably at like 8.30. I woke up at noon. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. You know, yeah, because I, because I wanted to get my supernatural notes done and mm-hmm. I needed like, I needed that couple hours in the morning to mm-hmm. get it done. Plus, Eric goes to sleep way later than me, so if I got him up really early, he'd need to take a nap. You know what I yeah, mean? It's so I just the whole thing. Yeah, it's the whole thing. So, and I woke up, and my headache was not gone. Mm-hmm. So I took some more medicine, and it just like it. It's like mostly gone now, but it's like if I laugh a lot, yeah, it comes pressure. back. If yeah, or if I like bend over and stand back up, I'm mm-hmm. just like, Bleh. yeah, I hate that. Okay, <laughs> maybe he slipped one past the goalie. <laughs> Dean says, dude. Just then, Adam walks into the diner. Sam says, Adam? Adam says, you're Sam? Sam says, yeah, this is Dean. Adam says, hi, so how'd you know my dad? And he sits down at the table. Sam says, oh, we work together. Adam says, oh, how did he die? Sam says, on the job. Adam says, he was a mechanic, right? Dean says, a car fell on him. 
The waitress, <laughs> the waitress comes over and says, hey, Adam, how you doing? She sets down a glass of water and Dean says, I'll take that. I'm very thirsty. And Dean starts drinking the water. He's just like, good grief. The waitress asks Adam if he wants the usual and he says yes and then thanks her. Adam picks up the glass with holy water and drinks it without any problem. Sam says, so when's the last time you saw John? Adam says, I don't even know. It's been a couple years. Dean pulls out a gun under the table and aims it at Adam. <laughs> Sam, right at the jewels. I know, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to hit you where it hurts if this is a thing. Yep. <laughs> Sam says, why did you decide to call him now? Adam says, I don't know who else to call. He's my only family I got. My mom is missing. Sam says, really? I'm sorry. For how long? Dean says, it's tragic, really. But if you're John's kid, how come we've never heard of you? <laughs> Adam says... Because John and me didn't really know each other. Not until a few years ago, anyway. Sam asks, what do you mean? Adam says, my mom never talked about him. I knew some stuff. Dean says, what kind of stuff? Adam says, my mom's a nurse, and my dad came to the ER pretty torn up. Hunting accident or something. (laughs) I knew his name, John Winchester. That's about it. We're not exactly a nuclear family. Sam says, yeah, well, who is these days? Dean says, so when did you finally meet him? Adam says, when I was 12, my mom had one of his old numbers, and after I begged her, God, like 24-7, she finally called him. God, when John heard he had a son, he raced to town. I mean, he dropped everything. He drove all night. Dean says, well, that's heartwarming. Mm. Yay. (laughs) He is being such a dick. I can't stand it. I mean, I guess, like, I can get having that internal reaction, but, like, don't be rude to the kid. It's not his fault. Like, if you're less than thrilled about it, that's an acceptable thing. But, like, don't take it out on him. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not his fault. What an awkward situation for mm-hmm. the kid to be in. So. Yeah. Then the waitress drops off Adam's food. Adam says, do you mind about the food? And Dean says, no, please, dig in. Adam picks up the napkin in a way that he doesn't touch the silverware. So Dean cocks his gun under the table. Adam says, he would swing by once a year or so. You know, called when he could, but still. Then Adam picks up the fork and starts eating. Dean looks very disappointed and uncocks the gun. He's like, oh, I don't get to shoot anything today. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Adam says, he taught me poker and pool, even bought my first beer when I was 15. And he showed me how to drive. Dad, he had this beautiful 67 Impala. Dean interrupts and says, oh, this is crap. You know what? You're lying. Adam says, no, I'm not. Dean says, uh, yeah, you are. (laughs) Adam Uh says, uh, yes, you are. (laughs) Adam says, I'm sorry, but who the hell are you to call me a liar? Dean says, we're John Winchester's sons. That's who. We are his sons. Adam says, I've got brothers? <laughs> Dean says, no, you don't have brothers. Look, man, I don't know if you're a hunter or what kind of game you're playing here. Adam says, I have never been hunting in my life. <laughs> Dean says, whatever, I'm out of here. Come on, Sam. Dean gets up to leave, but Adam says, I can prove it. So we cut to Adam's house. Sam and Dean are looking at a picture of John and Adam at a baseball game. Dean says, he took you to a baseball game? Adam says, yeah, when I turned 14. Dad was around for a few of my birthdays. Sam reads from their dad's journal, September 29th, 2004. One word, Minnesota. Dean says, he took you to a freaking baseball game? Adam says, yeah, why? What did dad do with you on your birthday? He's like, I don't even want to talk about it. Dean makes a choking noise. (laughs) (laughs) Sam says, Adam, you said you called dad because your mom was missing. How long has she been gone? Adam says, three days. Dean says, who's the last person to see her? Adam says, Mr. Abernanti, our neighbor. He saw her home. He saw her come home Tuesday night, but she never showed up to work on Wednesday. Dean notices an old picture of Adam's mom and John holding each other. Sam asks, did you call the police? Adam says, mom's supervisor at the hospital did. And then I drove down here as fast as I could. I should have been here. Dean says, what did the cops say? 
Adam says. They searched the house. They didn't find anything. She wouldn't leave without telling anybody. It's like she just dropped off the face of the earth, you know? So we cut to Dean searching around the house. He looks at a picture of Adam and his mom and John fishing. Adam comes up behind him, and Dean says, The nightstand was knocked over. Was there anything else? Adam says, Oh, not really. The sheriff said there was no sign of a break-in. What do you think? The cops missed something? Dean says, Maybe. They don't have my eyes. (laughs) Adam says, You're a mechanic. Dean says, Yeah, that's right. Adam says, Dean, what else can you tell me about Dad? Dean shrugs and says, You knew him. Adam says, Not as well as you. Dean says, trust me, kid, you don't want to know. Sam walks up and holds up a piece of paper at Dean. Dean says to Adam, give us a minute. So Sam and Dean leave the room, and Dean asks, you talk to the cops? Sam says, yeah, like Adam says, no leads on his mom. Dean says, a shocker there. Sam says, but I did find this, and he holds out a copied article from a newspaper. He says, in 1990, there were 17 grave, rob- grave robberies in Wyndham. Dean says, you think this is why Dad came through here? Sam says, I say so. Check it out. Dean leans closer to the article picture, and we can just make out John's face. Dean says, all right, so he was hunting something. What? Sam says, no idea. These were pages, uh, those were pages he tore out of the journal. But last month, the corpse snatching started up again. Three bodies from the local cemetery. Dean says, so whatever he was after, he didn't kill it. It's back. Sam says, and what, it stepped up its game to fresh meat? I mean, Kate's missing, and so is a local bartender, a guy named Joe Barton. Dean takes Joe Barton's picture into the room and shows Adam. He says, hey, does your mom know Joe Barton? Adam says, I don't think so. Why? Then Dean notices scratch marks on the floor leading under the bed. Uh, Imagine just like fingernail dragging on a hardwood floor. Imagine the splinters underneath your fingernails. It's like bamboo torture. Oh, yeah. Can't stand. I'm like looking at my fingernails. I know. <laughs> Another reason to keep them short. Things can't get underneath them. That is so, <laughs> so true. Ugh. Um, so Dean and Adam move the mattress and see a vent in the ground. Sam and Dean do rock, paper, scissors. Sam picks rock and Dean picks scissors. Dean says, every time. <laughs> so we cut to Dean shining a flashlight into the vent space. There's some blood on the walls. He slithers inside and with a gun and the flashlight and says, why did I pick paper? He comes to a T, or he says, why didn't I pick paper? He comes to a T, and when he gets his head around the corner, we see a bunch of blood and meat chunks. Yuck. <laughs> it is so yuck. Especially, like, do you then have to slide through those meat chunks to, like, follow the trail? Ew. <laughs> I, that's, that's my immediate thought. Yeah. Like, do I need to, like, get my body through that space? Yeah. I mean, I would assume so. Gross. I don't like any of it. (laughs) Yeah. So we cut to Sam and Dean in their motel room. Adam knocks on the door. And when Sam answers, Adam says, who the hell are you? Sam says, Adam, hey, take it easy. Adam says, no, don't tell me to take it easy, okay? My house is a crime scene. My mom's probably dead. And you two, well, you tell me to call the cops, but you got to bail before they show. So who are you really? Cops didn't know where to look for my mom, Dean, but you did. And I heard you talking earlier. Something about grave robberies. You're not mechanics. I just want to know what's going on. Please. Sam says, we're hunters. Dean says, Sammy. Sam says, he deserves to know, Dean. Adam says, what do you mean, hunters? We cut to sometime later. Adam says, okay, so basically you're saying that every movie monster, every nightmare that I've ever had, that's all real. Dean said, Godzilla's just a movie. (laughs) Sam says, we hunt them. So did Dad. Adam says, okay. Dean says, okay, that's it. Adam says, what am I supposed to say? Dean says, that we're, li- that we're liars? That we're crazy? <laughs> Nobody just says, okay. Adam says, you're my brothers. You're telling the truth, right? Sam says, yeah. 
Adam says, then I believe you. Now what took my mom? Sam says, we're not sure. Something in town started stealing bodies, living and dead, but we don't know what. I almost said stealing babies. <laughs> stealing the babies. That would be horrible. That would be even worse. Ugh, take I'm, all the bodies you want. Yeah. Don't take any babies. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they don't really do anything like that. I don't, I don't think they do. Think they do. Yeah. There's there's the one, one with there's that one with the kids where the t- kids are all changelings, but well, not babies. That was. Let's see. There was the one, which might be the same one that you're talking about. I just vaguely remember one where they were like all in a basement or something like that, and yeah. they had to like shovel them, <laughs> shovel them. They had to shuttle them. Out of like the window. To yeah, that's the same the, one. That's the same one. Is that has that one already happened? Yeah, that's that, the okay. one where we meet um, Lisa and Ben. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember if that's already happened or yeah, not. Yeah, it has. It has. Was <laughs> that the first season or the second? Oh. The kids. Yeah. The kids are all right, or the kids aren't all right. I think that's the name of the episode. Yeah, I don't remember what season that was in. Yeah. Okay. Dean says, there's a long list of freaks that fit the bill. Adam says, you think that maybe she might still be alive? Sam and Dean say nothing. Okay. Yeah. Adam says, how can I help? Dean says, you can't. Adam says, this thing killed my mom. If you're hunting it, I want in. Dean says, no. Sam says, Dean, look, maybe. Dean says, maybe what? Sam says, he lost his mother. Maybe we can understand what that feels like. Dean says, why did you think dad never told us about this kid, Sam? Why do you think he ripped out the pages? Because he was protecting him. Sam says, dad's dead, Dean. Dean says, that doesn't matter. He didn't want Adam to have our lives, okay? We're going to respect his wishes. In other words, I don't want him around here, so let's get rid of him. I know. Adam says, do I get a say in this? Sam and Dean at the same time say, no. (laughs) 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 Dean walks away and says, babysit the kid. Sam says, where are you going? Dean yells, I'm going out. And he leaves. (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ, eat a cheeseburger. Right. Go have a sandwich or something. You're a little bit low. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Adam asks, is he always like that? Sam says, yeah, welcome to the family. (laughs) Sam pulls out a gun and says, here, I'm going to teach you a few things. Adam says, "Uh, Dean said, Sam says, I know what Dean said, and I know what it's like to want revenge. So we cut to Dean getting shown around a tomb. (laughs) So I just didn't really understand what was going on. But this is a tomb in the cemetery where those bodies were stolen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a man, I don't know who this guy is, a cemetery official? I'm not sure. A man tells Dean, this tomb was built in 1926. Four generations of the Millsap family were interred here. Dean says, they don't build them like this anymore. The man says, tell me, Agent Nugent, have you thought about where you might want to spend eternity? Dean says, all the damn time. <laughs> He's like, listen, but not in the way that you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he says, so three bodies went missing. Any idea who did it? The man says, hooligans, sick, deranged hooligans. <laughs> Dean finds some goo oozing from one of the caskets. He says, this isn't blood. What is this? The man says, no, it's embalming fluid. Whoever committed this crime didn't just take the corpses. They opened, they opened them up. So we cut to Dean at a bar. He's still dressed as a fed. The bartender lady says, first beer on the house for cops. Uh, that's not what she says. The bartender <laughs> lady says, first beer, first beer is on the house for cops. Okay, feds too. <laughs> Dean says, am I that obvious? She says, I knew all, I know all the local badges, and you've got that law and order vibe. <laughs> so what's the FBI doing in Wyndham? 
Dean says, I'm looking into the disappearance of Joe Barton. The bartender takes a deep breath, and Dean says, I assume you knew him. She says, a little. I'm his wife, Lisa. Dean says, well, Lisa, what can you tell me about his disappearance? She says, same thing I told the sheriff. He stayed late Friday before last to do inventory and never came home. Dean says, and the police? She says, nothing. Truth is, I was scared they stopped looking, but now you're here. Dean looks at some pictures above the bar and says, Joe is a cop? She says, deputy, for a little while. That was a long time ago. Dean says, he didn't happen to work the grave robbery case back in 90. Lisa says, he did, yeah. Joe was the one who found the bodies. He got an award for that. Dean says, huh, that was an interesting case. He ever tell you how he did it? She says, most of the time, he said, good, solid police work. But after a few beers, he'd admit he had a little help. Dean asks, from who? She says, a specialist. That's all he'd say. Dean says, cop ever find the guy that stole the bodies? She says, no, but when I asked you about it, he said not to worry, that he took care of what done it. I need to drink a water. <laughs> <laughs> the who done it. It's like who done it. Clue. Yeah. Is that the game? Yes. Where you have to yeah. Yeah. Who did it and what room with what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's like my total favorite board game. <laughs> I don't I haven't played that in so long. I think we played I I got the like supernatural clue. Do you remember that? I got it for like my birthday and you were over once and we played it with my uncle Scott. Who has, like, never watched Supernatural and had no idea why we were so thrilled with everything. Did we? Yeah. This was years ago. I say years. Like, I've known you so long. Well, But I I have known you, like, almost six years. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder... I vaguely remember... Like, I remember something about him not... Like, we were having to explain a bunch of the different characters and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. He, he was so, like, happy to play, but didn't understand anything that was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cute. I, I don't get it, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So <clears throat> we cut back to Adam taking apart a gun. He says, Sam, how did dad really die? Sam says, demon. Um, Adam asks, you hunted it down? Got revenge? Sam says, Dean killed it. Adam says, so it's over for you? Sam says, it's never over. Then the power goes out. Adam says, what the? And Sam shushes him. Sam cocks his shotgun and tells Adam, stay here. We hear something clunking around the vents in the room. Sam says, Sketchy. That is just so awful. (laughs) Nope. Sam says, it's in the vents. Sam fires a shot at the vents and then they run out of the room. They go to get in Adam's truck, but Sam is pulled from under the truck. That is another reason (laughs) that you don't, you don't just walk up to your car, Mm. especially at night. (laughs) You don't just walk up to your car. car. You you stand far away from it, (laughs) automatic unlock it, and then just kind of lean over to open it and then just hop right in. (laughs) You just hop in. Superman right in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Jump. (laughs) Jump. Exactly. (laughs) Do like the high jump sort of, you know, like throw your legs up and hop your scoot first. (laughs) I don't like it. Okay. So Adam is holding on to Sam's arms. Suddenly Dean pulls up a baby and together they pull Sam out. Dean fires his gun under the truck, but then looks and sees nothing. Adam moves his truck and there's a manhole with the grate pushed to the side. There's some blood and Dean says, I winged it. Did you see anything? Sam says, I didn't get a good look. Dean says, what the hell is this thing? Adam says, should we go after it? Dean says, no. And that maze, that thing's long gone. Sam says, all right, so we don't know what it is, but we do know who it's going after. Joe Barton, Adam's mom. Dean says, and Adam. It was under his truck, just waiting for him. Sam says, 
uh, it set a trap and I walked right into it. Dean says, doesn't matter. You're right. There's a pattern. Joe Barton was a cop. I'm pretty sure he helped out dad. So we've got him, dad's girl, and his son. Sam says, all the people dad knew in town. Dean says, at least we know why it's back. Adam says, it wants revenge. So we cut to the three boys going inside Adam's house. Dean says, grab your stuff. We'll hit the road. Adam goes upstairs and Sam sits down at the kitchen table. Sam says, we shouldn't leave. Dean says, yeah, let's stay here where the kid's mom got ganked. Good one. (laughs) Sam says, I'm serious. Dean says, no, Sam, we're going to take the kid. We're going to drop him off at Bobby's. And then me and you are going to come back here and finish what dad started. Sam says, how? We've got no leads, no witnesses. We do have what the thing wants. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Need more water? Yeah, I do need more water. (laughs) My throat's being weird. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Dean says, you want to use the kid as bait? That's why you want to stay here? Sam says, maybe this thing will come back. We could train Adam, get him ready. Dean says, he could die, Sam. Sam says, we could all die, Dean. But if we do the, but if we do kill this thing, there are tons of other freaks that want revenge. On Dad, on us. What if they find the kid instead and he's not ready? Adam comes into the room and says, I'll do it. Whatever it takes, I'll do it. I want to do it. So we cut to the morning. Sam is teaching Adam how to shoot. He shoots a bullseye, and Adam says, beginner's luck, right? Sam says, no, you're a natural. <laughs> we cut to the boys telling Adam. I'm so Adam, proud of you, baby brother. I know. <laughs> Dean is just, like, in the distance looking <laughs> disapproving. <laughs> yeah. God, he's so annoying. <laughs> so we cut to the boys telling Adam about their history. Sam says, so then we lit it on fire. Adam says, with a homemade with a homemade flamethrower? Sam says, yeah, they're easy to build. I'll show you. And they're probably, okay, I had the little, like, thought in my mind. It's like, I think they're talking about the Wendigo. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I don't think that one was homemade. No. I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, Who it knows? could be. Yeah. Because they had the flare gun, which, oh, no, did they that use was, a flare gun? That was a was flare that? gun, yeah. yeah. They did have a, that Rougarou, is that what it's called? The Rougarou, the guy who, like, once he finally eats flesh, he turns into the monster. Mm-hmm. And did they have? They had to burn him. Yeah, they had to burn him. I don't remember the flamethrower. I mean, I remember fire, but I don't remember the flamethrower. I'm not sure. I guess I'm not positive it was a flamethrower. I mean, it could have been. I just I don't remember. It I wasn't. It wasn't one of those barbecue lighters. <laughs> 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 just kind of like, hey, I know it never works the first time, so you're just like madly <laughs> clicking. Yeah, hold on a second. Just stand there while I try to light you on fire, please. <laughs> Don't run. If I move it too fast, it'll go out. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Adam says, that is some job you have. Sam says, being a hunter isn't a job, Adam. It's life. You're pre-med. You got a girlfriend? Friends? Adam nods. Sam says, not anymore, you don't. If you're going to do this, you can't have those kind of connections. Ever. They're weaknesses. You'll just put those people in danger and get them killed. That's the price we pay. You cut them out and you don't look back. There's only one thing you can count on. Family. Dean says, Sam, can I talk to you? <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> so, so Sam and Dean walk into another room. Dean says, what the hell was that? Hunting is life? You can't have connections? Dad gave you that exact same speech. Remember? It was just before you ditched us for Stanford. You hated Dad for saying that stuff. And now you're quoting him. Sam says, yeah, well, turns out Dad was right. Dean says, since when? Sam says, since always, Dean, when I look at Adam, you know what I see? Dean says, a normal kid? Sam says, no, meat. Because to the demons and monsters out there, that's all he is. I hated Dad for a long time. I did. But now I think I understand. So we didn't have a dog and a white picket fence. So what? 
Dad did right by us. He taught us how to protect ourselves. Adam deserves the same. Dean says, listen to yourself, man. Sam says, you think I'm wrong? Dean says, I think it's too late for us. This is our life. This is who we are, okay? And it's fine. I accept that. But with Adam, he's still got a chance, man. He can go to school. He could be a doctor. Sam says, what makes Adam so special? Dean says, what are you, jealous of the kid? Sam says, are you? Dean says, all this, it's not real. The dad Adam knew, he wasn't real. The things out there in the shadows, they are real. The world is coming to an end. That's real. Everything else is just part of the crap people tell themselves to get through the day. (laughs) Dean is making it very clear that he does not want another brother. You know, like, he's just like, no, I don't want it. I'm over it. Get him away. I'm going to say whatever I can to get him out of this picture. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, Dean says, dad didn't have a choice with us, okay? But with Adam, he did. Adam doesn't have to be cursed. Sam says, he's a Winchester. He's already cursed. I Dean, mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I know. Dean says, no, whatever's hunting Adam, I'm going to find it. Sam says, you already looked everywhere, Dean. Dean says, well, then I'll look again. Dean leaves and goes back to the tomb in the graveyard. He's looking around with a flashlight, and he notices a piece of the wall looks like it could come out. He pulls it out and finds a tunnel. It leads to a room that looks like a lair with bones everywhere. Dean says, home sweet home. He steps in some gore and leans down and picks up some glasses. He says, Sloppy Joe, which isn't... That's Joe Barton. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. But I will never look at Sloppy Joe's the same I way. Know. It's because he picks up some glasses. In the pictures that Dean looked at at the bar of Joe, he had on these, like, really thick black rim glasses. And oh, those yeah, are the glasses that he picks up. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason, I think. Yeah. So... So he hears some scraping noises and sees through the tunnel that the piece of wall is being moved back into place, trapping him there. He shoots at it, but the wall is put back, and then the tunnel caves in. Dean says, ah, son of a bitch. Great. (laughs) He tries to call Sam, but has no signal. Again, he says, son of a bitch. (laughs) So we cut back to Adam trying to make the house safe. Uh, We cut back to Sam and Adam trying to make the house safe. Adam is nailing vents shut. Um... And Sam is pouring salt lines. They stand above the open vent under Adam's mom's bed. Uh, Sam says, all right, we've closed off every other way into the house. If this thing's coming, it's coming through there. Then they hear somewhere in the house a door creaking open. Adam says, you were saying? It's Adam's mom's. It's Adam's mom, Kate. She yells for Adam, and he runs to her yelling, mom. Sam's like, no. Sam and Adam run down the stairs, and there's Kate. She says, it took me, but I got away. They hug, and Sam says, Adam, step away from her. Adam says, Sam, what the hell? Sam says, she's not your mother. Kate says, Adam, what's going on? So we cut to Dean looking around the lair. There's closed coffins, and he opens one. It's Kate's body. We cut back to Sam, still trying to get Adam away from not Kate. (laughs) Adam says, it's really her, okay? Sam says, there was too much blood. Your mother's dead. There was too much blood in the vents. Adam grabs Sam's... Adam grabs Sam's gun away from Sam. <laughs> that was going to get like, oh, oh no, that why, was why did he grab it? <laughs> Everybody's just getting all handsy. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I don't know why my brain went that route, but it was just like, somebody's grabbing something. <laughs> I'm not proud, <laughs> but it happened. I love it. Okay. Adam grabs Sam's gun away from Sam. <laughs> Sam yells, shoot it. Not Kate says, he's crazy. It's me. Adam keeps swinging the gun back and forth between not Kate and Sam. <laughs> Sam yells, shoot it. Not Kate. Yeah. <laughs> Sam yells, shoot it. It's not human. Then Adam smiles and says, I know. <sighs> and then he knocks Sam out with the barrel of the gun. 
So we cut back to Dean. He opens another casket and there's Adam's real body. Which I thought was so sad. And he kind of sniffs it and makes it seem like he's been dead for a long time. Yeah, he's kind of like, ooh, you're Impl- rotten. <laughs> implying that we never actually knew real Adam. Yeah. That it's been, it's been fake Adam this whole time. time. Yeah. That was a big bummer. Yeah. But at least then he knows that, like, he does exist. Right. That's it's right. It's just he's never seen him yeah. alive. You know? So we cut back to Sam waking up tied to a table. Not Kate is there playing with a knife. <laughs> Sam says, Silver, no wonder none of the test works. You're not shapeshifters. You're ghouls. Not Kate says, you know, I find that term racist. <laughs> she leans over Sam and starts sniffing him. Then she nibbles on his ear. She says, mmm, fresh meat. So much better than what we're used to. Sam says, I should have known. It was the fresh meat that threw me. Ghouls don't usually go after the living. See, you're just filthy scavengers feeding off the dead, taking the form of the last corpse you choked down. Not Adam says, and their thoughts and memories, too. Like Adam, for instance. Not Kate says, well, we are what we eat. (laughs) Sam says, you're monsters. Not Kate slashes Sam's wrist open and starts drinking his blood. Not Adam says, you know, you use that word a lot, Sam, but I don't think you know what it means. Not Kate says. <laughs> I love it. Not Kate, not Adam. I just, that's, a, that's what happened. I mean, I it works. I don't know. I'm fine with it. So Not Kate says, his blood, it tastes different. Not Adam says, our father was a monster. Why? Because of what he ate? He never hurt anyone, Sam. Living anyways. Not Kate says, no, he was no monster. But the thing that killed him was a monster named John Winchester. We cut back to Dean. There's a stained glass window on the ceiling. He breaks it and starts crawling out. Cut back to Sam. He's got a wound on his side, and not Adam digs his fingers into it. Not Kate says, thanks to your daddy, my brother and I grew up on our own. At least we had each other. Not Adam licks Sam's blood off of his finger and says, like you and your brother, inseparable. Not Kate says, actually, it was very hard to get you on your own. Not Adam says, like you said, Sam, the only thing you can count on is family. Not Kate says, and for 20 years, we lived like rats. Not Adam says, graveyard after graveyard, all that stinking flesh. Not Kate says, then we thought, hey, why not move up to fresher game? Not Adam says, and we knew just where to start. Revenge. It's never over, is it, Sam? Not Kate says, first it was John's cop friend, then his slut, then his son. Not Adam says, then I called John, but the son of a bitch was already dead. Not Kate says, so I guess you and Dean will have to do instead. Not Adam says, Dean won't interrupt us this time. We're going to feed on you nice and slow, like we did with Adam. Not Kate says, oh, and by the way, he really was your brother. You should know that. Not Adam says, he was still alive when we took our first bites. Not Kate says, and he was a screamer. Okay, I'd probably be a screamer. I mean, if somebody was eating me, like legitimately biting pieces out of me, Uh, I I would make noises never heard before. I would be, there'd probably, I, I like to think that I don't, very often like every once in a while I will but I would be saying some colorful stuff if somebody was taking chunks out of me oh god ugh so gross there's a I don't think we've we haven't had this episode yet but there's um this episode is it a Valentine's Day episode (laughs) I think so where people are where this this couple just starts taking bites out of each other and eating each other I don't remember that I think it's something that happens in, like, the very beginning of the Supernatural episode. It's, like, the beginning, you know, like, the first, before the credits roll where some Supernatural thing happens. Oh, yeah. And I think it's just these, this couple taking bites out of each other. I don't remember that. In, like, Maybe a sexual vaguely. way. 
they're like hot and heavy making out and it just turns into biting each other. That's weird. I don't remember that really. <laughs> like, okay. I totally remember that. Look out for the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't, yeah. I, uh. Okay. I don't remember that really. Yeah. Vaguely. Like, it's it's kind of like ringing a bell in there somewhere, but I'm not like picturing it. It's one of those things that I think about a lot. Just like that. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Just like that Halloween episode where that guy bites into the candy and then there's those razors. The razor blades. I think about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like all the time. Uh, Yeah. Anytime Killian gets candy that's, like, easily unwrapped, that isn't sealed. Mm -hmm. You know how some just have, like, the twist cellophane on it? Mm -hmm. Anytime he gets those, I'm just like, you're not eating that. Like, nope, it's going away. Which isn't a bad thing because you never know. I mean, people can, like, put, like, liquid in there and that'll dry onto it and make Mm -hmm. it, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just, the whole thing makes me nervous. Like, if it's sealed, that's one thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Even sealed stuff, someone could poke a needle through it, and yeah, you wouldn't I, even know most of the time. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think about it too much. I'd like to think that people are generally good. Yeah, you know, and they're not going to do stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So she okay. So she cuts Sam's arm very deeply, and the blood is collected under the table into a bowl. Sam is freaking out, understandably. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Not Adam says, Sam, the more you struggle, the faster you're going to bleed out. So you might as well just lie back and relax. Then Dean is there, and he shoots not Adam in the gut. Sam yells, Dean, they're ghouls. Dean shoots not Kate, and her head explodes. Dean says, which means headshot. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> then not Adam jumps Dean, and they fight for a while, uh, while Sam is slowly bleeding out. Dean finally gets the upper hand and bashes not Adam's head in with a with a bottle? Was it a bottle? I don't remember. <laughs> I wrote a bottle with the bottle over and over. Sam says, Dean. Dean frees Sam and gets some rags on Sam's wounds. Dean! Sam, yeah. <laughs> Sam says, thank you. Dean says, that's what family's for, right? Keep pressure on that. We cut to Sam and Dean giving Adam's real body a hunter's funeral, which I don't know if we've talked about what a hunter's funeral is before, but it's basically where they make this whole, like, pyre mm-hmm. of sticks. Burn the body. Yeah, and the body is usually wrapped up in something so you can't see it, and mm-hmm. then they light it on fire. Yeah, I think they do the salt and the fire, yeah? Oh, maybe. It's like when they burn the bones. Yes. It's ex- like yeah. salt and fire to You're probably right. I don't remember them. <laughs> I vaguely remember, I think. <laughs> no, I just had this vision of them with a little salt shaker <laughs> sprinkling it over. <laughs> no, we just, need a little bit more. Yeah, just like a regular table, table salt. salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I think in another, at some point. I know point, we see it like, in the future. I just don't know if we've seen it in the past. Yeah, I don't think we've seen it in the past. But I think in the future we do see them putting salt on the pyre. Okay, all right. I think. I could be wrong. I mean, it makes sense. But I think they do. Sam says, you sure we should do this? Dean says, ghouls didn't fake those pictures. They didn't fake Dad's journal. Adam was our brother. He died like a hunter. He deserves to go out like one. Sam says, maybe we can bring him back, get a hold of Cass, call in a favor. Dean says, no, Adam's in a better place. They watch Adam's body burn, and Dean says, you know, I finally get why you and Dad butted heads so much. You two are practically the same person. I mean, I worship the guy, you know? I dressed like him. I acted like him. I listened to the same music. But you were more like him than I'll ever be. I see that now. Sam says, I'll take that as a compliment. Dean says, you take it any way you want. End credits. (sighs) Okay, I have thoughts. Okay. I think, like, towards the end of the episode, it's like, okay, Dean didn't totally hate 
baby baby brother you know yeah he didn't he didn't he's like okay like he was angry but like i think he finally figured out like oh maybe i'm not angry at him you know also i think that maybe he finally he he was proven right that adam wasn't you know yeah that he was really a bad thing so Mm -hmm. i think he felt a little bit more like vindicated there Mm -hmm. yeah you know so he stopped being so butthurt about it all. Yeah. Like, it's still a hard pill to swallow, I guess. But oh, yeah. Like, at the same time, he kind of was like, okay, like, I've been justified, so I can deal now. Yeah, exactly. I think that <laughs> helped him with those feelings. Yeah. Um, also, okay, when Sam's all, like, strapped down and everything to the table, like, why doesn't he just hulk out? And get out of, like, that was what was going through my mind the whole time. I'm like, why don't you just, like, use your special powers or whatever and get out of this? Well, in the next episode, this isn't really giving anything away, Sam um, can't hulk out. He's, like, on, he's, like, got very little demon blood left or something. Yeah. So, um, he, so I, I assume that he's, his powers are kind of waning. Probably, but it doesn't seem like he's even trying. That's you know, true. like that's the thing is like you would expect him to like at least try. Well, he was struggling a lot when she started cutting his wrists open a lot. Yeah, but he wasn't doing the whole face scrunch thing to try and use his powers. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I yeah. like. I like qualify him using his powers by the 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 serious Sammy face. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Like, the <laughs> I know. The, the, like, the lips. The pouty, like, yeah. eyebrows together, sort of just like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. looking a little constipated, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he did it. But, yeah, so I don't know. I was just kind of like, dude, at least try. Like, if it doesn't work, that's fine, but at least try. Yeah. Um. Also, okay, it, it was, it kind of made me sad that, like, all Dean ever wanted was to have a normal life with his family, and he was like... So he's just like, all Dean wanted was to go to a baseball game with his dad. And then he sees this other kids going to baseball games with dad. And he's just like, are you joking? You know, like, that's got to hurt. Especially all this time where he's having to take care of Sammy and do all these things. And his dad's like, never there. And then it turns out while his dad was never there, he's taking out some other kid to like baseball games and doing all these different things. And he's just like, all about me. You know, like, was I not good enough to go to baseball games? You know, exactly. So. That, that was kind of sad, but yeah, all in all, I think the lesson that we learned from this is when Dean gets really flustered, he turns into a giant jerk. You know, like, he totally does. He just like cannot deal yeah. with life when he's, yeah, it's just kind of like, okay, whatever. But anyways, uh, what was your favorite moment from this episode? My favorite moment from this episode was uh, when Sam says, maybe he slipped one past the goalie. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> it was so unexpected. Just, whoop, right around. <laughs> yeah. It was so unexpected that... Yeah. Um, Especially coming from Sam. Yeah. And you see, you know, Dean's like, okay, now I'm thinking about dad sex. Like, like please stop. And uh, Sam, just, <laughs> Sam just comes in with that one-liner afterwards. It was just perfect. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite moment? Uh, mine was, now I'm thinking about dad sex. Stop talking. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Like, <laughs> let's be real. I wouldn't want to think about that. Like, that sounds like a terrible thing. Yeah, like, I know. Uh, it is I a mean, we all thing. know it happens. Yeah. Okay, I've got a December birthday. At one point, because, you know, everybody at some point's like, oh, I re-, like you have the conversation with your friends in school. It's like, well, I was born at this time. Oh, that means I would have been, you know, created Cons- around this time, yeah. you know. And then I'm like sitting there doing the math and I'm like, oh my God, Valentine's Day. <laughs> 
That's pretty or great. Depends. Well, I don't know if I was an early baby or a late baby. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think maybe late. So sometime in between my mom's birthday and Valentine's Day. Yep. I can't think about that too much. Cause yeah, because it's fucking gross. Ew, you know, yeah. like, we all know it happens, but I just, I don't want to think about that. It's just, no, yeah, no I think fine. that's fine. It's fine. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> you know, one thing that crosses my mind, um, and I actually had this thought in the episode, doing notes for the episode uh-huh. that we're going to do after this, um, but I just want to bring it up in case I forget, is that, like, people sleep in the back seat of that car all the time. And baby? Yeah. Yeah. But how much sex has been had in the back seat of that how car? How many almost babies have been made in baby? Well, yeah, I'm just like I'm just like I would not sleep easy back there no. with that. Also, I severely doubt that they like clean the, the seats no. you know what i mean i mean okay dean does take pretty good care of that car so he so might maybe he does maybe he does but maybe he doesn't okay maybe it's like a once a year wipe down <laughs> thing just like quick spritz with something yeah yeah okay but here's the thing though like <laughs> what if they took a black light to it i don't i wouldn't even want to do that okay but here's the thing like somebody i think at one of the conventions asked like, what would have happened, like, it was like, what would have happened if Baby was never around? And somebody's mm-hmm. like, well, then Sam and Dean wouldn't have been around. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the boys was like, yeah, that's, that story, or that back seat's got some stories. And then I think it was Jared was like, and stains. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> Ew. That's so gross. So uh, gross. No. Yeah. So true, yeah. though. I mean, it was funny. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, that's something I never needed to think about. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they clean that back seat. They, they should. They that's, really should. I'd like to see that in an episode. <laughs> Dean with like, a little spray bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. At least, like, some quick Lysol spritz or yeah. something, you know? Yeah, I hope they do. Leather cleaner or whatever. I'm sure that those seats are probably leather, because back in the day, they only made stuff out of real things. Yeah. But, yeah. <coughs> I just... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just nope. <laughs> yep. So, uh, moving on to our interesting facts. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, the expression, jump the shark, is a term commonly used to describe the point in which a TV show has clearly passed its peak, <laughs> mm-hmm. often by adding characters or having bizarre plot points. Um, the term originated from Happy Days, or from a Happy Days episode in 1974, in which Arthur the Fonz, Fonzarelli, um, which is um, Henry Winkler, right? Yep. That's Okay. Uh performs a stunt in which he literally jumps over a shark while water skiing. <laughs> when Sam and Dean enter the diner, a poster for the Fonzarelli Water Skiing Championship can be seen on the wall. Okay. Which is, I didn't notice that. I didn't but, notice that either. Um, I sometimes think that we should just go through and, like, after we read the interesting facts, or what I should do is just read the interesting facts before the episode so I can, like, see those things, because I want to see oh, yeah. them, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I never, like, go back to look at it, because... Mm-hmm. Also, I'm lazy. <laughs> and I got more episodes to watch. So. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> so Jump the Shark is a term used when a show is past its peak. And, and they're trying and they to, add, like, And they add yeah. more characters. Yeah. Okay, They're got just it. trying to, like, 
you know, add new things to keep people mm-hmm. interested, it sounds like. So in this one, besides saying that the show has jumped its, or, or has passed its peak, which it clearly isn't. No, no. They're just, they're talking about the <laughs> Season addition. four, they haven't even Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just talking about, like, the addition of a, yeah. of a weird character. Yeah. Okay. So Adam, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. guessing, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um... Yeah, so it says, um, when Dean and Sam determine who's going to go down the floor vent, they play rock, paper, scissors. Um, Dean always throws scissors, and Sam knows this and always throws rock. Which means that Dean doesn't want Sammy to get into any bad situations, so he always throws the same thing because he knows that Sam always knows that he's going to throw the same thing, so Dean's always going to lose. I think that's pretty accurate. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Subconscious or conscious, you know? (laughs) That's what's happening. Yeah, I think so. Haven't we talked about that before? I think so. It I sounds right. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I don't know. I, I know we've definitely talked about it before, yeah. but I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. um, so it says, the Winchesters meet Adam at Cousin Oliver's restaurant. Um, this is a reference to the character Cousin Oliver um, in the Brady Bunch in 1969. Um, Cousin Oliver was brought in during the final season of the show in an attempt to recapture the cuteness of a young child, um, as all the original cast had gotten much older. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, there's not enough cute kids around. Let's add this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, many fans consider this to be when the Brady Bunch 1960 self itself 1969 itself jumped the shark. Yeah. Okay. Um, it says, a display card in the boys' hotel room when Adam comes to see them advertises happy hour at the Sunny Bu- Buono Lounge and features a pic of mustached Kim Manners. Um, I almost said mustachioed for some reason. Like, <laughs> when, just, you, when you well, didn't my, say mustachioed, my brain goes, she almost said mustachioed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I say that so often. It's like, what a mustachioed man, you know, yeah. or whatever. Like, I don't ever say just a mustached. Like, that just sounds wrong. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't yeah. sound right. I think I say mustachioed so often that my brain just, like, automatically fills in the place. Yeah. And I, like, caught myself halfway through saying it. I thought it was weird you didn't say it. I did, too. That's why I had to, like, stop and think about it. I'm like, I'm short-circuiting. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, it says, Kim was a much-loved producer and director from the show who died in January 2009 and was mentioned in memorial post-credits in the episode Death Takes a Holiday, which was just, like, Not too long episodes ago. ago. Yeah. Um, I think that's the one that we just... No. That's not the one that we just posted. That was the one before we just posted. I think so, yeah. We just posted on the head of a pen, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, Dean identifies himself as Agent Nugent. That's a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, after Hard Rock's Motor City madman, Ted Nugent. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this is... I think that's it. There was, there's one other one. That we, so it says, a common jump the shark moment for family shows is, is in, to introduce a new younger child or sibling, um, such as Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, likewise, Supernatural in this episode introduces Adam, Sam and Dean's younger half-brother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The other one I can't read because it'll give things away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so our research from this week is about ghouls because you know, as you do. Mm-hmm. And this is off of scaryforkids.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to creep out some kids right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I wonder if any kids scary. are listening. Probably not. I, I would be worried if they were. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's listening. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, freaking people, email us. Like, I know. This is our cry for, like, some sort of communication because... We want to hear from you we desperately. We do want to hear from you because, 
honestly, if we're obnoxious and you want us to shut up, just tell us already. Because <laughs> we're going to keep going unless you say otherwise. So We're going to keep going anyway. Oh, we're going to keep going anyway. But <laughs> yeah. at least, like, if there's something that's, like, not working, tell us. Oh, or if yes. there's something that you really like that we should spend more time doing, then tell us. Yeah. You know? I mean. It's fine. We want to know. We want to hear from you. We want to know the things. Yep. One email is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's really embarrassing, actually, that we've only gotten one email. But you know and what? We're That's fine. Almost at the end of season four, so I know what's happening. Our listeners are clearly not emailers. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, anyways, we do really want to hear from you. So please yes. shoot us an email. Idgits and ass butts podcast, man. At gmail.com. The and is spelled out. I thought you were just reminding them the name of our our, our podcast. No. <laughs> the email. Thank you very much. What is the email? I've said it. Like, I just said it. I, I feel like. Oh, yeah. You did it get it right. I've said it. What is this? Our 80th episode. I've <laughs> said it 80 times and I still am not sure what it is. I, I had trouble, though, remembering it right now. So I was like, it's an ass butts podcast. At Gmail. <laughs> the word end is spelled out. I'm like, just like trying to recall what you say at the I end know. of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. back to the ghouls. The ghouls. <laughs> um, it says, the ghoul is a monstrous creature from Arabic folklore that appears in the form of a human and feasts on dead bodies and rotting cadavers, which is disgusting. <laughs> that is super gross. <laughs> it says, the name comes from the Arabic word ghoul, which literally means demon. Um, it says the ghoul is a horrible abomination who lives in cemeteries and graveyards and feeds on the moldering corpses of the dead. Moldering. I guess. Is that supposed to be molding? Yes. Is moldering a word? I don't know. I feel like it doesn't I should matter. know this. It doesn't matter. I know, yeah. but it's going to blow my brain here a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it says it considers human flesh a delicacy, and at night, under cover of darkness, it will dig up coffins and break them open in order to devour the human remains inside. I feel like moldering is a word. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like it is. I just, like, haven't registered it. Like, I think I've heard it before, but yeah, I, I think just, I like, have haven't too. registered it as a word until just now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It says, some people say ghouls are human beings who have died and risen from the grave. Um, others claim that they are demons who appear in human form. Still more believe that ghouls were once a race of people who became trapped in, in underground caverns and in the endless dark, darkness resorted to cannibalism to stay alive. So that's like kind of going along the Wendigo track. Right? Yeah, right. Um, it says, although it prefers dead and rotting bodies, a hungry ghoul will not hesitate to prey on the living. They often lure unwary travelers to lonely desert wastes and remote ruins where it can attack them. After the ghoul kills you, it will devour your corpse, chewing the flesh from your bones and greedily sucking the warm blood from your veins. Oh, okay. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, sometimes ghouls are able to change shape and disguise themselves as a human or an animal. Often they will take the form of the person that they just ate. One way to tell a ghoul back, or one way to tell a ghoul back then was by its feet. Um, no matter what shape or form they take, ghouls will always have hooves. Oh, I haven't heard that before. Isn't, there was a creature that we were talking about. The one where, like, the guy was standing, or sitting on the wall and, like, talking to the, um, was that a djinn? Yeah, that was a djinn. Which, in one of the, um, websites I was looking at, they're, like, closely related to the djinn. So that's a fun fact Oh, for okay, you. cool. So they both have 
hooves, apparently. They're yeah. cousins in hooves. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, it says, one ancient story tells of a young Arabic prince who was out hunting in the desert when he came across a beautiful young woman. She was crying, and he asked her what was wrong. She told him she was the daughter of a king from a far-off land in, of, or from the far-off land of India. She said when she had become separated from her entourage, or she said she had become separated from her entourage when she fell off her horse and was now lost, frightened and alone in the unfamiliar desert. Aloned. Aloned. She was aloned. I've been aloned. There's no one here beside me. (laughs) (laughs) My problems have all gone. Anyways. um, Good old Shrek. It says, taking pity on the beautiful girl, the prince lifted her up and put her sitting behind him on his horse. Together, they headed towards the prince's home, but as they were passing by an ancient ruin, the girl asked if they could stop for a few minutes because she needed to go to the toilet. Um, she takes so long about her business that the prince grew impatient and went to look for her. Okay, here's the thing. Maybe she wasn't just peeing, man. <laughs> I know. I wonder how long so long was. I mean, he better have been waiting at least 15 minutes. Okay, guys, sit on the toilet for like 45 minutes. So oh I my would, God, you know, right. like so long to them. I mean, maybe she was gone for like a significant period of yeah, time. Yeah, that's you know? true. But I don't know. Unless he was in a hurry and just wanted to leave. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, ta- we're thinking about this too much. <laughs> this is like, we're going down a bunny trail here. Um, it says, uh, he said, it says, he saw her crouching among the, among the ancient ruins, surrounded by five or six hideous gray-skinned children. Um, listening closely, he overheard her saying, my darlings, today you have, I have brought you a fat and juicy young man. Oh, wow. It says, and it says, bring a- him to us, mother, cried one of the disgusting, drooling wenches. <laughs> We shall fill our stomachs with his flesh, cried another. Um, When the prince heard this, he was overcome by fear and began to tremble. He knew that he had been tricked by a family of ghouls. Terrified, he ran back to his horse and managed to escape before the young woman emerged from the ruins. That's so creepy. Yup. Nasty. I don't don't really want anything to do with that. Yeah. That's super creepy. I would be okay with just... Moving right along. Also, the poor ghoul babies were going to go hungry. Okay, listen. Eat each other. (laughs) 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 Who's the weakest one? Who's the slowest one? We're all monsters here. Although, okay, to be fair, like, that's not how that works. But still. I know. It's all part of the whole food chain thing. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm just sad about babies. About hungry babies. Yeah. I mean, that's not totally unreasonable. Mm. So, what was your idget or ass butt moment from this week? Okay, so, Christmas. <laughs> Eric had to work on Christmas Day, so we did our, like, Christmas celebration with the extended family on Christmas Eve. So, we went over to my Aunt Kelly's house, um, who you guys will totally meet in a future episode when we record an episode mm-hmm. in Vegas for the Vegas convention. She's going to be our guest. we'll probably be maybe in season six by then. Hopefully in season oh, yeah. six by then in maybe. a couple of months. Yeah, I think so. End of five, beginning of six, maybe. Right. Ooh, what if we did the last episode of season five in Vegas? That's like a really... That would be fun. A really That's heavy a episode. One. We should try for that. Yeah. Will that be too much, though? And then we go into the convention and be like, why? I know. It <laughs> might it might emotionally wreck me. <laughs> You'll so. just be sniveling through everything. Yeah. Oh, jeez. There is one episode in the future that... Um, I have only seen once, 
it's what's when a major character dies. I've mm-hmm. only seen it once because oh. it made me cry so much <laughs> that yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through talking about it without crying. So that'll be really embarrassing for me. You guys will hear me cry. It's fine. Listen, like, if you can't relate to the show on I don't know like if you can't talk about your feelings about the show like why are we doing this podcast I guess you're right <laughs> you know like, but I'm gonna be like that's kind of I'm gonna point. be like ah, and then he said ah, ah, oh god like, oh no yeah anyways okay what was I saying Christmas Eve yes so we go over to my aunt's house and she is an amazing cook and I ate a bunch of food, a butt ton of food, <laughs> I would even say, and dessert. <laughs> a butt ton of food, I would say. <laughs> yep. Um, <clears throat> and then we went home and, oh, I had had three shots of alcohol while I was there. I had them all pretty quickly within the same, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. But did I get a buzz? No. Totally huh. sober the whole time. Huh. So I figured that's just where I'm at. I am taking a ridiculous amount of medicine, yeah. you know, for my back. So yeah. I just figured something just made it not, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get home and I'm like, hey, you know what? Like your heartbeat is up. You're, you're salivating a little bit. Your ears are really cold. I think you're going to throw up. <laughs> like, you huh. know, like all these yeah, things are signifiers. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I start salivating a little yeah. bit before if I need to throw up, which yeah, is totally everybody weird. does. That's a thing. Okay. Yeah, like, because it's like, ty- it's protection. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought I was Stomach weird. Stomach acid. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> the worst I go and I throw up and it's. It's a pretty big amount of food. I would say that was all of my food. I throw yeah. up and then I, so when I throw up now, <laughs> I get, I get a bunch of toilet paper and I, I like put my elbows on the toilet seat and uh-huh. I cover the, my eyes with the toilet paper yeah. in case, and I hold it there in case there's any like backsplash <laughs> because that happens, yeah. Yeah. you know, I've and I don't want to, and I don't want to get it in my fucking eyes. <laughs> you know, I don't, want, I don't want toilet water in my eyes. And puke. That's how you get pink eyes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, so that's what I do. I so, so I did that. And so then I got done puking. I brushed my teeth. I took some medicine. Uh-huh. I changed my shirt and washed my face, you know, in case there was any splashback. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm up and I'm walking around and I'm talking to Eric and I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe I just threw up. Like, what a waste of, you know, good food. Yeah. And then... My heartbeat speeds up and I start salivating. Like, and I'm like, oh. God, I got to puke again. <laughs> and I had taken medicine with a bunch of water, uh-huh. you know? So I was like, fuck. So too I get, much, too fast. I don't know. Well, so I get back over the toilet with some toilet paper over my <laughs> eyes and I puke so much <laughs> and so hard. I am literally making the like, oh, <laughs> noises. And it happened. I shouldn't be laughing. I know. And it happened like eight times. And there was so much splashback. Oh, no. That my shirt was wet. Yeah. Oh, God. It was just the fucking worst. And I had just taken that medicine. So when I get done, I had to change my clothes. I had to wash my face. I would just shower at that point. Oh, I was exhausted at that point, though. You know, I just didn't even want to. I had to, like, rewash my face and brush my teeth and take that medicine again with not a large amount of water in case I wasn't done. But then after that, I was fine. But I was just like, I just <laughs> threw up, like, my whole Christmas dinner. Like, what? Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> what a you freaking know? waste. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like, uh, and I'm sure it was because I had that three shots of alcohol. Probably. Mixed uh, in with whatever medicines you were taking, you know. What like, a bummer that was, though. Yeah. So, anyway. Yay, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas to me. Yeah, that's what happened from Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, yep. Anyway, what was your rigid harassment moment? Uh, okay. So, there's this person that I work with mm-hmm. that I was saying how, you know, because we, we sell products at the spa. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying how, like, I don't know how we got onto this subject. Oh, so we sell this, like, micellar water, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was because I've never used it. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of it, really. Like, I've heard of it in that we sell it, but I didn't know what it did. And so I was like, I should probably know this since we sell it. And I'm like, what does this do? And, then, you know, they were like, oh, well, it's like a makeup remover type thing. You could use that. It's or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, okay. And then... <laughs> She's starting to try and, like, sell me these things. And I'm, like, sitting there in my mind going, you know, I work here, right? Like, if I want it, I can get it whenever I want. Like, I don't have to buy it right now. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, because really, I just use face wash. And then I'll put on some, like, cheap moisturizer or coconut oil because my skin gets pretty dry. And so, like, depending on what, you know, the weather's like, sometimes I'll just put a really, really light layer of coconut oil and my skin does really well with it because it's so dry that I don't have to like overproduce oil at that point to like get it to be moisturized. And so I was saying that and, you know, she's like, oh, well, you know, there's a coconut, um, uh, moisturizer that it's like pretty thick that's you know a lot of people really like and she's like here I'll give you a sample of it and I'm like okay you know whatever and then so she goes into the back and gets me the sample hands it to me looks at me for a little bit walks back to the back and then comes up to me and hands me this eye serum <laughs> oh really <laughs> that's for like under eye bags and dark oh, no. circles under your eyes doesn't say anything it's just like here take this oh my god I'm like are you joking me right now? You know, like... I wouldn't... I don't think you need eye cream. I mean, okay, I'm sure things could improve, but just to be like... I don't know. Like, and I don't think she was trying to be, like, catty about it or anything. Right. But it was just kind of one of those, like, oh, here, you need this. And yeah. like, uh, you know? Like, yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay, I mean whatever like if you want to give me stuff I'll use it more than likely maybe I don't know like I don't whatever but it's just kind of like (laughs) really like it'd be one thing if you're like oh here's a couple different things if you want to try a couple different things that are like along the same line or whatever like it'd be one thing if there was some preface as to like oh this goes really well with this so we'll give you a sample of both like no just looks at me and it's kind of like, huh. And then walks into the back and then comes back with this, like, here's correct this. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. That's kind of fucked like, up. <laughs> I, like, I mean, fine, You should I have guess, been like, thanks, you are an itching or ass foot moment. I know. Like, like, I didn't. Well done. I didn't say anything, but I was just kind of like. like yeah, I'd be, I'd be offended. <laughs> like, what the heck? You know, like, I just, I don't know. I would it, be offended if I were you. Yeah, I kind of was. Like, but you I, know what? You don't look like you need eye cream. Thank you. <laughs> I'm welcome. only 28. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't need that stuff yeah, yet. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't think I've got like wrinkles or anything yet. No. Also, I don't spend enough time looking at my face to mm-hmm. like know or even care. Because here's the thing: like, if you've got them, what are you gonna do about it? I'm not gonna go and get Botox. I'm not gonna go and do right. all that sort of stuff. Like, to me. But it's just a waste of money. Like, if you're gonna age, just age. Like everybody ages. You're not and you're not different. You yeah. know, like I get like 
cosmetic things like if you so like my mom we like in the family my grandpa had this done too actually i think um that their eyelids like start to sag and mm-hmm. then it'll get in the way of like their eyelashes and stuff and so it'll kind of like block some visions because yeah. like the high the eyes or the eyelids are like kind of hanging down a little bit yeah i know what you mean and so like you know my mom just had surgery to fix that but that's like a medically necessary thing yeah you know like because you need to see you know it's not and not like she couldn't see at all or anything but still you know and so it's kind of like okay like stuff like that I totally understand Mm -hmm. but people just like going out and getting Botox because they don't want to have wrinkles like yeah kind of seems ridiculous to me just because I mean okay if I'm not knocking it, you know, like, if you want to do that, go for it. Right. But I would never spend money on that. Yeah. You know, I'm, like, just kind of, I, I guess I'm more of one of the embrace the, your natural self sort of people. Yeah. But mostly because I'm lazy and I don't want to take the time mm-hmm. to do anything about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. I get it. You know, I get it for, like, actors and actresses. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that all, that can make a difference on whether they get a job or not. Yeah. So I, I can I can kind of see that. I mean, I I think to an extent. Yeah, exactly. To an extent. But you don't want to be like so. Oh, there's this one actress, and I can never remember what her name is. Uh, okay, I'm gonna look up her name because I think I I think I'm coming up with the right name, but I don't want to like throw somebody under the bus if it's not actually them. Okay. Um, is it her? Yes. Okay. Like Joan Rivers. Oh wow. Lordy, yeah. lordy, lady. Like, yeah. <laughs> calm down. Like, you look fake at this point. Yeah. Just stop. You know, like, you're gonna like you gotta. It's not even aging gracefully at that point. It's like okay, you clearly are trying way too hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the thing. That stuff you can really tell when once you get to a certain age, you can really mm-hmm. tell that you've had work done and it looks, yeah. you know, just as bad or even worse as if you had just aged naturally. Yeah. Like and. You know, a little bit of something here and there, like, where you can't... Like, okay, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I'm sure she's had work done. She's had to have had work Mm -hmm. done. But she looks amazing because it doesn't look... Like, you could still tell tell that she's aged, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's been very graceful in what she has done. If she's done anything, I'm sure she probably has. If she hasn't, then whatever, but she's just amazing. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, you know, if she has done stuff, it's been just to, like age more gracefully but it's not trying to make her look like something she's not yeah i get what you're saying so like kudos to you jennifer aniston you're an amazing lady Mm -hmm. i do like her i just feel kind of mad about her i don't have any like bad feelings towards her but i don't like love her well i like her mostly because like she's just i I think she's just kind of funny yeah but I don't know much about her. I mostly know her as Rachel, and yeah. I, I think that character's hilarious. But, anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, is a whole. There, I'm getting off my soapbox. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can be done with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, that would have that would have irked me a little bit. It too. irked me a little bit. I kind of wanted to be like, really? <laughs> yeah. But whatever. It's fine. You want to give me free stuff? Whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us, and you totally fucking should. <laughs> Please do. At idgitsandassbuttspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is filled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.